Welcome to episode 25 of season 2 where I speak to experts to help navigate the post-divorce journey. Today's conversation is how to raise creative children. Creativity is an important aspect of life with many amazing benefits. When explored regularly, it enriches one's life in more ways than one. From release of negative emotions to creating something out of this world, from self-expression to inspiration, everything we see around us were someone else's creative genius at play. Today's guest is Tami Krupchak, creativity coach, who helps women get clear on their natural gifts and talents and monetize them. Thank you for reviewing, subscribing, and downloading our podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you. Now be the messenger of hope and share this episode with one of your friends. Enjoy this conversation with Tammy. If you'd like to suggest a future topic for the podcast, please fill out feedback form located in episode notes. Welcome to Single Parent Success Stories. I am your host, Irina Shehovtsov, and I am on a mission to empower broken-hearted women to break the chains of the past and move forward boldly into the future. Single Parent Success Stories was created to inspire single parents out there who are struggling to help them realize what is possible. Hello and welcome to Single Parent Success Stories. Today's guest comes to us from San Diego, California. She's Tammy Krupchak and she's a creativity coach. She helps women get clear on their natural gifts and talents and then monetize them. I think that's such an important thing to have. Welcome, Tammy. It is a pleasure to have you. Well, thank you so much for having me. I love being here and talking to you. Yeah, so please share with us, how did you decide or discovered that you're going to be a creativity coach? Well, what happened for me was I um, always loved art. So when I went to college, I got my degree in painting and I got out of college and I came to California. I was born in Indiana. And when I got here, I discovered The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. And I wanted to know how, if, if or how I was blocked. So I started doing The Artist's Way over 25 years ago, which I absolutely love and adore that process. And through doing The Artist's Way, I discovered um, not only some areas that I was blocked and needed expansion, but also my creativity coaching. I didn't even know what it was. It was a brand new profession back then. And so that's what came out of it for me. So my two passions are my coaching and obviously my painting, my art. so that's how I discovered creativity coaching. I've been, you know, got my training back then. I got certified through Marianne Williamson, Miracle Minded Coaching. And that's how it came about because I know we're all creative. Yeah, this is so true. Awesome. Please share with us. What makes you happy? What makes me happy? Oh my God, are you kidding? Two things, being out in nature. I love to hike. And I also love to travel and I'm doing a lot of traveling right now. As a matter of fact, in December, I am going to Australia, New Zealand. My goal is to go to seven continents. And when I'm finished with that trip, I got one more to go, which is Antarctica. And then I've achieved my goal. That's amazing. I love to travel as well. Have you been uh, any favorite countries so far that you visited? 
You know, it's so funny because there are so many fabulous places. And when I try to think of my favorite, I don't know if I have a favorite because they're all so unique, but I've got to say, I think Africa really stood out going on safari. I think it's brilliant that the Africans have taken care of the land and have kept their animals. You know, the rest of us have built over the land where our animals live and to go down and see elephants in their natural habitats and zebras and giraffes and, and lions, a pride of lions surrounding our Jeep with no doors is just mind blowing. <laughs> That's amazing. I haven't been to safari yet, but I, I, I think I'll, I'll like it. <laughs> oh, I highly recommend it. It is the best experience in the world. I couldn't look the eye, the eye, lions in the eye. I just knew for sure they were going to jump in the Jeep and grab me. And oh, so wow. when, they, when they would look away, I would take a picture of them. <laughs> <laughs> How do you help people? So what I do is I love working with women. I, I guess because I'm a woman, I understand how we operate and how we think. You know, men are wonderful, but I totally, totally understand women. I get them. And so I help women get clear on their natural gifts and talents and then help monetize them. So I can tell when someone is living their passion, it's just a vibration. And I, we're not only living it, but when they're in touch with it. And so it could be like a little seedling. And I like to encourage them with their passion because I really believe that we all have a divine gift that we were all brought with our own special gifts. And one or two of those gifts are stand out more, you know, like we can have a million coaches in the world or every, well, everybody's artists in my opinion, because we're all creative, but um, everybody's different. It's like a different fingerprint. You know, it's like painting. I, you can't do the same painting twice. You can't do the same podcast twice if you tried with the same guest, you know? So, and, and the thing that blows me out of the water is how infinitely creative God is because there never is, an, you know, one flower never negates the need for another flower. Uh, a book does not negate the need for another book. A podcast does not negate the need for another podcast. Think of all the books we have in the world since the beginning of time and people are still writing books. So uh, it's just mind blowing how infinitely creative the creator is and that we, there's room for everybody. And so I feel, you know, you're giving us a gift when you express who you are and why you came into the world because nobody can do your work but you. We need you doing your work. What, you know, whatever that is. So that's why. So my job is to help those people that are stopping themselves with their thoughts and their fears. And I can't and I shouldn't. And I was told not to. And I, my job is to help those people blossom. And that what lights me up is to see people opening up to their full potential self. I love it. I think it's incredible. And we should all follow our hobbies and discover our dreams because we still have that little five-year-old living inside of us. And That's we right. want to let them come out and play and experience life in that next level. And not just a life of quiet desperation, but open up and blossom like the flower that you are. Yes, exactly. That's And that's what the artist's way is all about. Well, and then I was telling you before our, our, we started about the artist way for parents. And I really recommend the artist way by, for parents by Julia Cameron. 
You can get that on Amazon. And the reason that I recommend it is because the way to nurture your child's creativity, which we all know children are incredibly creative. We all came in incredibly creative and then it gets shut down because we get conditioned by things and we take on beliefs from adults that have been here. But her book is wonderful for you to do it with your children, for all your listeners, because if you want to uh, discover a sense of wonder and curiosity in your child, then discover it in yourself. And this book is all about bringing out your own creativity with your child, not stifling your child. I was uh, mentioning to somebody the other day about you never want to say in front of a child, I can't sing. How many children get blocked and get shut down because they've heard adults say, I can't sing, I can't draw, I can only draw a stick figure. That's not true because, and, and why is adult coloring so big now in our world? So, so I, I highly recommend exploring your creativity with your children because it will help them to blossom, help them to be independent thinkers and follow their heart, follow their creativity. And also for yourself as well. You just have a lot of fun with it, right? Yeah. Do you have one example that you can share how to help kids discover their creativity? Well, uh, like I said, I think kids are already creative, but one of the tools that she uses in the artist's date or in the artist's way is artist dates. There are three tools. And one is the morning pages, which is three pages of longhand writing. And the second one are the artist date. This is my favorite. And what you do is you take the little girl, the little child within you, the little artist, the little boy, and you take them out on a date. You romance them. So you have no dogs, no cats, no spouses, no friends, no parents, no other children, just you and that child. Or Well, actually, you first do it with yourself, your own inner child by yourself. And you go hiking, you go to the museum, you go to the gallery. A man might go to a button store. A woman might go to a hardware store. These are all things that she suggests in the artist's way. And you, you go buy an ice cream, whatever it is, something that just lights you up. Because I know for myself, I love to travel. That's why I'm going to Australia and New Zealand. I go on these trips. So in the book, she suggests taking one hour a, a week to go on an artist date. And then you do that by yourself as an adult. And then you can also go with your child. And, and it's just remarkable. Some of the things that you can do and what you open up to and what you discover. And you get a lot of inspiration, a lot of ideas from going on artist dates. I love that. I think that's incredible, you know, discovering and just letting yourself be the child that you are. Exactly. <laughs> well, so serious. We grow up, we have bills to pay, we have things to do. We put it on a back burner for I'll go to that like next country when I have the money, when I have the, the job. Well, and what you find is that when you go on artist dates, I know for myself, I'm so myself, you get re-energized. So you have the energy to pay the bills and to go do the things that are the serious adult things to do, you know, but, but when you're feeling good about yourself, you're doing those tasks with more of a sense of playfulness and it's not as difficult or, or hard when you're feeling uplifted and feeling good about yourself. Yes. So, so true. What kind of advice would you give to your younger self? 
Oh God, my younger, wow. That's a great question because, you know, I'll tell you, ever since I was 22 years old, um, there are, I've heard women say, oh, I'm in my 50s, my 60s, my 70s. Now it's my time. And I'm, for me, are you kidding? Ever since 22, it's been my time. And I, I just followed my heart from when I was very young. So as far as looking back now, God, I don't know what I would say to myself except for just relax. It's all going to work out. And, and when you're younger, you don't have as much life experience behind you. Now with having a lot more life experience under my belt, I can flow with it easier. I can trust and I know a lot more, you know, like visualizing. And I know that I create my life back then. I didn't know I could create my life. I didn't know that if I thought positive, I would feel differently than if I feel think negative, I feel not so good. So I've learned a lot over the years. So I would, I guess just relax would be the main thing. Good advice. Yes, exactly. <laughs> what advice would you give to single parents? Single parents, you know, I think for men and women both, just love yourself. I really think because we can only love another to the degree we love ourselves. So if you only love yourself 50%, you only got 50% to give to somebody else. When you love yourself unconditionally 100%, you got 100% to pour onto somebody else. So I think it's really important to love yourself first. You know, I think one of the things that I found really amazing is when I learned that our heart, that the heart, the blood pours itself onto itself before it goes out to the extremities. And I thought that was very telling that the creator made our hearts so that we self-nurture, take care of ourselves so that we can take care of others. So I would say, yeah, self-love is, is huge it, with, with on yourself and with others. Yeah, this is so true because you can't give to others what you don't have yourself. That's right. You cannot love others until you love yourself, until you fill your container up with whatever that is that you need. That's right. Any fun projects you're working on now that you like to share? Um, I would, my main fun project right now is planning this trip to Australia and New Zealand, and I'm going with a group, but I'm flying in an, uh, a week early because I want to go to the Australian zoo. And I don't know why I want to go to the Australian zoo. I've just been called and I trust that feeling inside of me that is pulling me to go. And that's the zoo that, uh, that Steve Irwin founded and his family is still running it. And I just think it's amazing because this is a man that was very passionate about what he did and look at the legacy he's left. And then now here's his family carrying it on. So I just think it would be fun to be in that environment and, and see that along with seeing everything else that's wonderful in, in Australia, the Great Barrier Reef and Uluru and New Zealand. I can't wait to see that. So, you know, I, I just, ever since I was 22 again, I just wanted to travel the world and at that time I traveled some, but not as much as I'm traveling today. And I just love it. I feel like it's a dream come true to be able to travel like this. Awesome. You keep mentioning 22. What happened when we were 22 years old? You know, 22 is when I graduated from college. And so I was living in Indiana. I moved to California and I think it was kind of like, okay, the world is my oyster. What am I going to create now? Because, you know, when you're in college, you've got coursework, you're, yes, you're deciding what your major is. 
you haven't had a lot of life experience maybe at that point yet. And I, so I guess I just, I know it's interesting you're saying that and I haven't thought about it, but I guess that was like a turning point for me where I was like, all right, now what are we going to do? What are we going to create? And I just, from the very beginning, I, I was living for me, living from my heart. And I think that's personally, I, I think it's a great way to live. Yeah. What, who, what did you want to be when you were growing up, when you were a little kid? Uh, let's see. When I was a little kid, I remember drawing uh, uh, that I would draw in my room and I, I love drawing. So I went to college. I knew I wanted to study art and I got my painting degree. And then when I moved to California is when I was like, okay, I want to make a living off of painting. And that's when I wanted to see how, uh, how I was blocked and where I was blocked. And that's when I started the artist way. But, um, but I did my art for at least a good 25 years. And you know, I call my work, as a matter of fact, that's a, there's a piece right there on my wall that's called Healing Heart. And that's made out of a palm frond, it's six feet tall. And what I did was I took a palm frond and I taped it to the wall and I dried it because if I, you don't tape it to the wall, it would have shriveled. So I wanted it flat. And then after I took the tape off, I painted the green back on and I painted the yellow. And I call that my healing heart because I just felt my heart was being pulled in all kinds of different directions because what was going on in my life at the time. So my signature work, I started out painting oil on canvas and then my signature work is um, natural objects. I call it God's art and I, my spin on God's art because God created the palm fronds, God created emu eggs and ostrich eggs and all these feathers, beautiful, be that if you look at it close, it's got mandarin duck feathers on it. And uh, so, so I guess, yeah, doing my art was really what I wanted to do as a kid, which I did and never just never expected to be getting into coaching but but i did and it's been fun it's been a, a fun ride yeah i love it that's a beautiful piece what led you into coaching well with coaching um the artist way and then i i started getting my training oh probably over about 20 years ago and i studied with coach for life and um I just kept exploring it and I can't get enough videos and learning and books and podcasts and audios, you know, whatever. I just, I'm constantly, constantly learning new things. It just is amazing to me because sometimes I think, aren't I gonna, ever going to get tired of this? And I don't, I'm, I'm, I, because there's always something new to learn. That's why we need people to continue writing books so that I can learn what you have to say your message is important so if you have a book in you please write it <laughs> yes I'm, I'm working on actually on a solo book i did my uh, multi-author two became a best-selling author twice what's, <laughs> what's the name of your book so first one was a sacred surrender yeah nice and this is about story coming home to yourself uh, how i recover after my breakup and rediscovered who I was became yes. the artist. and yes. the second one is revolutionary leaders wow and this is more about the story it's less of on the sad part it's more positive it's more about habits and things that we can create in the life how to have a fulfilling life how to follow your heart 
Uh, what kind of practices can you do like on your day-to-day -day basis to become better? And I just contributed my uh, piece to it because it's a contributing book project. Now, see, and this is what we need. We need enlightened leaders. So I love that. The combination of your two books, you know, coming back to yourself, mm -hmm. right? Because we're all connected and people can relate to that. When you're coming back to yourself, other people are going through the same thing you yeah, know yeah. and and then being a leader with it that's that's awesome yeah and it's been a dream come true i wanted to be a writer i like i was six years back i d imagined how would i want my life to be and i wanted to travel the world i wanted to write books do painting sing on stages and i kind of nice. forgot about it <laughs> and this year it came to be it came to realize and well, you know, and that's another thing, too, is to not be down on yourself if you put it up on the shelf for a while, because sometimes you go off and you do other things and you develop other parts of your personality or a life experience, and then you come back to it. And I found the same thing happened in my life. And so, you know, uh, uh, creativity is like up and down and all around. It's not a straight path. And so... Trust, trust your intuition because your intuition is always guiding you. Even if it's uncomfortable, it's still guiding you to become more of who you are, even if, even if it doesn't feel good. Yeah, no, that felt good. Writing felt good. I kind of uh, eased myself into it and now I actually like writing. Before I didn't even think of myself as a writer. <laughs> right. Right, right. You have to kind of come into that as well, don't you? Yeah. You, you, you have to put that hat on going, really? I'm a writer? I mean, that's how I felt about hiking. I love hiking. And I'm like, really? I love hiking? I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why it's important to go on artist dates and discover these different things. It's like, oh, my God, I didn't know I would like that. I like it. Yeah. yeah yeah and it's incredible like what can happen with my singing my singing was as a result of my breakup it allowed me to open up my voice and it actually worked so much better than a psychologist ever could because it opened up another side of my brain my creative oh. side oh. yes yes that's another thing your creativity is so healing well i told you that piece of art healing heart my heart was being pulled and it was pretty Pretty much the same thing. I was going through different relationships I was having at the time. I felt my heart was being pulled in all these different directions. So what you're saying is it's definitely very healing. Any kind of art, singing or painting or dancing or drawing, writing, all of it is such a great release yeah. for when we're going through tough emotions. Yeah, because oftentimes we hold on to our negative emotions for periods of time. I mean, we don't live in a cyber to tiger era anymore. And our uh, our emotions are usually related to trauma or somebody said something and we didn't like it, yeah. and felt, and then we carry yeah. it for a day, a, a decade, a year, a yes. time. <laughs> and we you know, throw ourselves in the process when we're holding on to all of that stuff. That's right. That's right. Because that's heavy, heavy energy. But, you know, even with single parents, another reason why it's good to self-love and to pour the love on yourself, because you're vibrating differently. You're vibrating at a more expansive place. And a lot of times people are looking for someone else to love them. Yeah. Right. 
and if you're loving yourself first, you're going to attract at a better level. Because if you're down in your luck, you're going to attract that kind of person down in their luck. And then you wonder why you have more problems. But if you're feeling, wow, I'm on top of the world. I feel good about myself because I'm loving myself. I'm taking myself to a place I want to go. I'm eating healthy. I'm exercising, whatever. Then you're going to attract somebody at that level that's going to match and mirror you. So that's another reason why it's important for like what you're saying, singing, creativity, dancing, drawing, decorating, whatever, whatever lights your fire, you know? Yes. So do you have a favorite? I know you, you said you're an artist and you do that. Do you have a favorite piece, uh, an art expression that you like? As far as my own or other people? Your own, your own. Oh, my own, you know, it's kind of like the same thing with my traveling. I've got, well, this piece right now, I love that piece. Uh, that's why I have it hanging here in my own space. Um, I, I would have to say my favorite pieces are my latest work, which I call my signature work, which is natural objects. And I, and, and I told you, it's, my, it's God's art and it's my spin on taking natural objects and making art out of it. Because, I mean, how can, how can I do any better than God? I mean, you look at a feather and I mean, I could stare at a feather. The other thing that's amazing about a feather is that the color, that never, it never changes. And I, I for the longest time, because I made a, work, a piece of art out of peacock feather, and I was curious, how can this peacock feather, it's not even attached to the bird, still have these vibrant colors? And what I realized, it's like a, like a Louvalier system where the light hits it. And that's why the peacock feather or any feather that's got mica or any iridescence on it uh, retains its color is because of the light, the way the light is hitting it, um, which again is a whole nother fascinating topic. Yeah, I love it. Thank you. Is there anything I haven't asked that you would like to share? Um, the only thing I would say is I just, the thing that lights me up the most in the whole world is seeing people do what they do best. And I just feel like, you know, to hear somebody that is passionate about their singing or their cooking or their drawing or whatever, it just lights me up because that's God channeling through you. And like she says in the artist's way, we are more the instrument than the author of our work. And if you don't do your work, then it's going to get lost. Nobody else is going to do it. Uh, it it's, that's why all books are unique and all songs are unique and all cooking and everything is unique. We're unique. So I would just, I would just love people to bring who you are. Don't stop yourself. Don't let anybody else stop yourself. Just bring who you are to the rest of us because you're going to bring us all a lot of joy and make this world a better place. And that's the world I'd love to live in. So that's why I do what I do thank you i think it's incredible we all are unique in our own way and it is our job to follow our gifts and to share we are as a channel because there is creation already and if we just allow it to be allow That's it to right. come through us and see what happens whether it's singing or painting or whatever, whatever that sets your soul on fire and makes you come alive and truly truly live and feel at the end of your life that you truly live you follow your dreams you did the things that light you up that's right that, that's right i'd love that thank you all right thank you i appreciate it thank you for having me
Thank you. If you like this episode, please share with somebody who would benefit. You can leave comments, topic suggestions, and add your reviews on Apple Podcasts. It also helps greatly when you download the episode. If you feel lost, emotionally hurt after divorce and want to rediscover who you are, you don't have to do it alone. Join our community on Facebook, Limitless Women, Self-Love, Mindset and Support for Relationships, where we hold trainings and various events to help you thrive and become happy again. Because life after divorce is possible and can even be great. If no one told you today, I want you to know that I love you and believe in you because you are limitless.